this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. following podcast was recorded between the hours of it i think it was something like 1 30 p.m to 2 20 something p.m on july uh what is it 18th 2021 i don't know i didn't really keep track this time but events do occur in real time about you but here on post show recaps we're having the worst day ever it's worst day ever the 24 season one recap podcast i'm josh wiggler i am joined here by a woman who uh earlier today yes as we were watching 24 watched tony almeida do tony almeida things and uh followed that up by saying josh this is a terrific show <laughs> And I never thought I would say something like that. As inspired by Tony Almeida, of all people. Well, listen. Wow, that's pretty great. Well, all I've been seeing wow. is him you trying to like connect think, the dots okay? and like answering phones and, and like you scratching his right? head. Wow. And today we saw some real Tony Almeida action. Oh and I God. feel great about it. Can't believe it. I finally won her over. All right. It only took how many episodes? Uh, like so six? this is eight episodes. Seven, eight. You wow. know how I know it's eight episodes? Because it's 8 a.m. It's well, it's the seven to eight a.m. hour of 24 season one, which is very helpful. They don't really do this ever again. Yeah. Um, the show started at 12. So it starts at midnight. You can really track it that way episodically. They like Obviously. always. It was like start the show from from here on out. Like it's like one p.m. I think they do eight a.m. for season two. It's the morning, but then they do like sort of like an early afternoon start, and they kind of never really go back from that. I think that there are some exceptions, but it okay. feels like that's sort of where they lean towards. All right, I like the midnight hour. Anyway, the reason I know that we are at episode eight <laughs> is <laughs> also the reason I am speaking. So slowly, as if I am unconcerned about time, Emily. 
Are you, know, you we're trying usually to do on your the best, clock. Are you trying to do your best Jack Bauer impression of introducing what happened in the last seven episodes <laughs> at the beginning of the episode, right, which is well, something you've never heard before we'll other than there. him being like, oh, the I've heard it. takes place between hours of 7 and 8 oh, p.m. Oh, we'll get there, Emily. It's iconic. On the day of the presidential primary. It's iconic. But this one where he was like, my teenage daughter has been kidnapped. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. My wife has been taken. We'll get my wife has been taken. I'm, I'm very tired. <laughs> this is the longest day of my life. And um, you're like, Jack, you have a few longer days coming your way. Uh, it's a pretty, this one's pretty long though. Uh, I think, I think like if you were to uh, measure it by longest days, this is really up there. It's, I don't think it's the <laughs> longest. I think he has at least one longer that I can think of, and it is my least. How is that possible? We only have 24 hours in a day. Well, because you're like factoring in like, how long has he been awake? Oh, okay. Right? And so he so, already pulled an all-nighter and then showed up for a season well, of so like, you know, he was, was awake. Like, come on. He was awake for a full day, right? Yeah. Like he was awake and right. then like he was it was midnight, he was in his jammies, he had like he went and got some jello and then Kim escaped and he got called into work. Right. And so that's the start of 24 season 1. Yeah. So that's a very long day cuz you had a, a full day already. Right. And right. now he's going right back into it and being Well, maybe he had a nap. We don't know that for sure. Uh, maybe it's possible. Jack Bauer doesn't strike me as the napping type um well he better are, get used to napping because it seems like the only way he'll get some rest i think that there is one day that comes to mind that is a longer day but anyway uh neither neither here nor there yes um the reason i'm talking this slow and the reason we are meandering it's because we can. We can. It's episode eight. <laughs> Every four episodes, we stop the time constraints. We stop the clock. We're off the clock. We could take some feedback. We could take our time. We can kind of survey the scene. We can explore everything that's happened so far. So we're going to talk about the 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. episode, of course. Um, but we can also take our time with that, slow down, talk about what, what we're feeling with 24 at this point, some predictions for what's going forward. Of course, I've seen this show many times. Emily has not. This is your first time watching it. So there are uh, no spoilers in this podcast. I believe it was Alex in the Discord who uh, who complimented my professionalism, mm. uh, and I loved I love this. Uh, just more compliments would be great. Love it. Uh, it boosts my day. You're such and a pro. I'm, that's what he said. He said, "I know Josh." No, a I'm saying it now too. Emily, oh my god. Um, <laughs> Alex said, Josh is a consummate professional, but the nature of the 24-minute time constraint means talking fast paired with the back-and-forth banter, and it has me in a constant state of 2 out of 10 stress listening that he'll accidentally banter slip a spoiler. Um, hasn't happened yet. No. Hasn't, hasn't happened yet. Um, well, we can Hopefully it doesn't. Um, I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. good. But it's a spoiler-free podcast. Maybe there's some innuendos along the way. Uh, this was a piece of feedback that we received um, from uh, Dr. Andrew. Dr. Andrew had said, I loved the subtle nods in the last episode about Alan York not really caring about Janet. Of mm. course he doesn't because he's not her father. <laughs> and Josh, you mentioned his subdued reaction to Janet being hurt and also encouraged your wife later in the episode to think that Alan is a good guy. Fun stuff to listen to as someone who knows what's coming. Emily? Do you think that there are sometimes I'm trying to fool you on this podcast? Yeah, absolutely. Can you not trust me? Am I the mole? <laughs> 
Josh, you're acting like a real Jamie right now. I was right just going to say, you're totally Jamie. Uh, we just puffed your bangs out a little bit <laughs> for this podcast. I wish yeah. you guys could see it. I've been taking a lot of calls in the bathroom. Braiding your hair. I've been taking a lot of calls in the bathroom. Uh, so that is very suspicious <laughs> no. behavior for sure. Um, so no, we'll, you're, you're always really good at this. Yes. I oh. think because you, <laughs> my God. you've seen virtually Let's spend 50 every, minutes talking about this. No, I, I will not actually, <laughs> but I will say that historically you've seen more than I have in terms of most media. So when we watch something together and I have no clue what's going on, like we did this with the wire where mm-hmm. you saw the entire show and then I started rewatching it and you kind of jumped into, to rewatch it with me. You were so good at not being like, oh, God, this is about to happen. I'm trying to preserve surprises for you. Yeah, I'm trying to no. I'm trying to do whatever I can and to I make sure you have you an authentic experience. Because some people don't know how to keep a secret in any facet of their life. Um, yeah. That might be me. Uh, so <laughs> I wasn't going to say you're, anything. You're really, really adept at, at not leading anybody into too far of like oh a, my God, keep going. a perspective one way or the other. Because you're really good at knowing the storyline and the plot line and wanting people to get just as hyped about it as you have even if you already know what's going to happen so this is so kind uh i love this let's just do this all day take nope. me on vacation more i feel great we are we are back from <laughs> we are back from vacay uh emily we are returning to that cabin in a few weeks and i'm pretty sure that it's going to work out that when we do our next stop down to yeah. like uh really like survey the scene uh, let me just map that out real quick. Yeah, we're gonna have to do uh, that. Episode twelve is gonna be while we are uh, while we are away, and I think um, we may like probably. My guess is we're gonna end up doing some like binge recording around that, like we did for the start of Worst Day Ever a year ago. And I think you're gonna be very thankful that we've got that ability, because as you may be able to gather. Uh, we've kind of just like emerged from a bit of an arc, right? Like one of the things that has like, I think like you can like, it's actually pretty clever. Uh, 24, like, you know, uh, it it was like, it it was like sort of like this pre-binge era binge show. And it was like one of those super well-worn DVDs uh, where like, if you knew somebody who had a copy of the DVD, like you really got into it. Like you would watch that stuff backwards and forwards and um, they were there were I think like four episodes per disc, uh, and so like cool. the four episodes kind of like mapped out to feeling like a self-contained storyline to the point that, and I think to the detriment of the show actually, I believe that the writers uh, said that they plotted twenty-four four episodes at a time, which often got oh. them into some like hyper ridiculously impossible to get out of corners yeah. that you could only get out of with like severely weird slash maybe yeah, kind of bad writing. Yeah, how do you writing. not conceive of like the entire concept because it's a day? There are a couple of seasons where I think they had like the the general idea if not like the specific idea of like the full season Mm -hmm. um season seven is a good example of this because season seven was delayed by a full year because of the writer's strike that occurred right so they had like gotten a little bit into filming of season seven and then had to shut it down and then like they had spent that entire time like thinking about what should we do with season seven and so when they were able to start writing again and get back into production they decided let's not air it this year let's save it for next year and so they like i think like conceived of the entire storyline got it for season seven but that's like a rarity but you can see like there's sort of like these four episode chunks the first one is sort of like 
Jack is is trying to like get to the bottom of the of the Palmer hit and who might be the mole in CTU, and then he mm-hmm. kind of gets sidetracked when he finds out that his daughter being missing isn't an accident. She's been kidnapped, and in this four episode chunk is kind of about how like he gets like embroiled deeper in that with uh with like gains literally in his ear right right uh and he's been like uh you know he's like kind of like a not quite an unwitting participant he's got choices here he's making decisions Mm -hmm. uh there you know he's trying to save his family but like this is some dicey stuff that he's been doing for the past several episodes and by the end of this one as we'll talk about once we do the recap like he is uh he's been he's been arrested he has like he well, did, he's been detained. He's been detained. He did not go through with the Palmer hit, and Gaines is furious with him. Um, so what I'll say is the tease of what we're going to be getting into is a distinct, I feel like, four episodes with sort of like a new energy behind it for Jack Bauer. And when they were conceiving of the first season of Twenty Four, they thought that they were only going to have twelve episodes. What? So they didn't know because you did. It was a very new show. They had the idea for the show. So they were like, "We're going to literally leave you guys hanging." No, no. I think that their idea was they were going to uh, they were going to give you like a relatively complete story, uh, and so. And He's, then just assume he was going to sleep for 12 hours I mean, afterwards. And the show would just be over yeah, uh, okay. if they didn't get picked up for an additional portion of the season. So uh, we are going to be reaching those four episodes that bring us to the 12 hour mark for the next time that we're able to like really sit down and chew on the show. Um, and that was kind of like designed as like this might be like the home stretch of the show. OK, so, so it's going to have a different vibe so, after that. So like it's already been like adrenaline packed and like a lot has been going on. Um, but it's like going to start getting very, very real uh, and like really fast as soon as next week, if my memory serves. And starting with next week's episode, that was the first episode of 24 I ever watched live. Oh. So I watched that one. I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to have to watch this show. Okay. Um, so I'm really excited about that. Um, so anyway, that's some preamble. Uh, at this <laughs> A lot point- of ambling. At this point, normally I'd be like, "We've got ten minutes before we have to wrap the podcast, but we could just." Uh... Instead, I'm just like <sighs> lazily patting the cat. Yes. Yeah, you're patting the cat. You're patting the cat. So if you got if you got feedback for any of that stuff, I would get that in on the sooner side. If you've got anything through the twelfth episode of season one of twenty four, just in case we do some binge recording, it's entirely possible. Um, so send that in. Josh at postshowrecaps.com is my direct email. You can send that to me. Uh, you can do it filled with spoilers if you wish, because Emily won't read that email. <laughs> so I'm happy to take that on. That sounds myself. like a challenge. Uh, it does sound like a challenge, doesn't it? Uh, so send that my way. Uh, and you could also, of course, at me in the Post Show Recaps Patreon Discord. If you are a member at patreon.com slash recaps, support the podcast if you can. Uh, that is a way to talk to me about 24. Uh, you can tag Emily as well, as long as you don't spoil her. Emily. Yes. Let's get started. Let's get started. Let's talk about the 7 to 8 a.m. hour of Ooh. 24, season one. What an hour. Which does begin differently than any episode <laughs> of 24 up to this point. Hi, guys. It's me, Jack Bauer. Just a, a quick recap. Right now, I'm Jack Bauer monologuing about what's happened so far. Like, in I was my like, day. do people really need a refresher? Um, 
it was very helpful for me, a new viewer watching live in the weekly uh, who had not seen anything that happened Wait, before. Wait, so does this keep happening from now on? Um, I don't think it happens for the entirety of the season, but I do think it happens for a little while. Now, I am lazily patting my cat. I know, she's, she's, she's really making, making the, the rounds. She's making the tour. She's making the tour like a mountain lion uh, <laughs> that you're not uh, used to anticipating. A really, a really squat, short, fluffy mountain lion. Yeah, you really don't expect to run into a cougar uh, on a 24 she's podcast a or a mountain close. lion she's on a like 24 a podcast. Really would never expect to run into a mountain lion on a 24 podcast. Um, so, uh, yeah, he this happened at least for a few episodes, I believe, um, where Jack Bauer, like, it's a Kiefer Sutherland voiceover giving you, like, some scenes from previously on 24 where he says, right now, terrorists are plotting yeah. to assassinate a presidential and I was candidate. Like, yeah, dude, we know. My wife and daughter have been kidnapped. And people that I work with may be involved oh with my both. God. My name is Jack Bauer. This is the worst day of my no, life. No, he says the longest The longest day, day of my life. Um, this is inspirational for the idea of worst day ever as the yeah. as the name of the podcast. But yeah, I was watching, Emily, I was, like, there were people like me who were just like hearing buzz about 24. We had no idea uh, what had happened. So do you, you think that they called... Kiefer Sutherland up real quick and they're like hey 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 no they're filming the show still it's his no, I job know, but it's it's just a random insert it was, based on all the other episodes that have happened yeah but at that time like the show is gaining popularity okay you don't like it's not going on Amazon Prime that's not a thing right you know uh so like you can catch like a rerun which is I think how I ended up watching the okay. ones that I had right, missed right. I ended up like re- uh, hitting the reruns and like reading recaps and stuff on like television without pity or whatever like that uh you know like they used to have like uh, you know, in like the advent of like the internet recappy era, like this is one of those first big shows. Yahoo um, News. Uh huh. Yeah, ain't it cool back in the day? Oh like, my there god, was tons ain't of it stuff. cool? Yeah, that's a throwback. Yeah, you we used don't to talk, jump. On yeah, there we don't talk about that place Sorry. anymore that much. Um, but yeah, there Did was. Did you write in your live journal about this show? Probably, almost definitely. Did you have a live journal? Uh, once upon a time, I'm really? sure. I, I'm sure I did. Uh, but yeah, I also, uh, uh, wrote copious amounts of 24 fan fiction. So I was all about the 24, uh, official forums once that was a thing. So, cool. uh, but they used this as a space to be like, Hey, you, you've heard about this show that takes place in real time, right? You want to get in on this? So here's what's happened. This is the vague premise of the show. And then there would also be like previously ons that I don't think make it into, um, the, the Hulu stream that we're watching. Ooh, the cat is crying. Yes. She's like, I heard what you said about mountain lions in 24, and I'm here to protest that comment. Um, okay, so he, that's the voiceover. You could expect that to be here for a minute. Mike Edwards was very excited for you to encounter this. Okay, uh, all right. So did they, has the oh, shows, I was cracking up. Yeah, he's like, I feel like everybody's going to get a real kick out of it. And you were. You were dying. You were laughing very hard. Uh, you had a literal out loud WTF moment yeah. um, in response to mm-hmm, this. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so it's 7 a.m., Nina Myers, who has not been shot, at least fatally, she was <laughs> shot in the jacket. She just looks like she rolled around in some hay and took off. Is she like just she like, has so much she, grass in her hair. And like, who could blame her? She fell down a, like a, a ravine almost. She looks very disoriented. Uh, right As she so. should. Yeah. She looks all sorts of messed up. Uh, we cut from that to this power plant where the, the Palmer breakfast is going to be happening and mm-hmm. people are showing up. 
Um, and this assassin, uh, who's uh, 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 he's undercover as a photographer, the photographer Martin Belkin, he's making his way in. He's just about in. Um, we cut to David Palmer still at his hotel. Uh, you hear on the TV in the background, the polls are saying David Palmer's going to win by a decisive margin. And he's like, I have an idea. Let me obliterate Let that. me sabotage this completely. Uh, he tells Sherry that he's rewritten his speech. He's going to tell the truth about Keith. And, Sherry, and everyone's like, Sherry's I thought happy. we talked about this already. No. Yeah. Also, like, that's a fast rewrite. You know, he hasn't had, like, we've been really monitoring most of his time. Uh, Maybe he did it while he was in the bathroom freshening up. I rewrote it in my head as I was going. It's like, wow, very presidential. <laughs> uh, he wants Sherry to stand by him. Uh, he like strokes her chin and says, we'll get through this. And she goes, I hope so, David. Wow, your face even looked like her just now. You had I the know. same emotion. I hope so, David. But uh, like. She's upset. As she should I will be. never forgive you if something happens to our son. And something's definitely going to happen to Keith. You don't, don't just like drop that out of nowhere and then everyone's like, oh, you know what? Sounds about right. I'm okay. not sure. Or like, you know, things happen. I don't know. Uh, Keith is not thrilled about this either. No, and Keith has probably one of the most grounded responses out of everything I've seen in this show so far where he's like, you really think that you can just say this and that I'm not going to go to jail and that people are going to believe that like this is what actually happened. Right. Yeah. He says like, uh, David says like, have some faith in the system. And Keith's like, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. If you think that's going to work, you think like anyone is going to believe that this was an accident. Guys, the system's kind of not so great. And like, David's (laughs) like, um, you know, listen, I'd really love for you to be on board, but don't you want to come with me to this breakfast? And And then like, they also let his daughter get completely, you know, like she can go and do whatever she wants. She's going to pick up her friends from the airport. Yes. She yes. doesn't have to go to the breakfast? No. And so... Maybe Keith shouldn't have to go either. Well, he's not going to. He says, I'm not well, coming. Yeah. And he's like, what the heck? He's like, well, listen, uh, I'm not going to spend my last hours of freedom with you. Yeah. So see you later. So already this is off to a bad start because... Uh, Thanks a lot, Dad. Chief of Staff Mike Novak had told David, like, do the thing, but make sure your whole family is there. And so, so far, that's not really... It's not really happening. If your dad was the president, would you call him President Dad? President Dad? No. Uh, would you call him? President Father. Um, <laughs> Got to be a little more formal these days. Um, okay. So uh, a reporter named, uh, is, she, is she a reporter or I don't know what her Jessica? deal is. Jessica Abrams. Uh, She's just into Jack. Yeah. Well, they have histories. She welcomes the photographer. Also, she's like totally not doing her job. She just wants to schmooze. And it's like, not the time. There's a couple of times where Agent Pierce is like scanning um, for security for like uh, potential like high level threats coming into the thing. Uh, and like the photographer is having his equipment scanned. And I I saw you and you were kind of like edge of your seat. You were uh, you were nervous. Well, yeah. It's a nerve-wracking scenario. He doesn't know what he's carrying. He doesn't know what's set up or well, how the things photographer are being knows what he's carrying, but we yeah. don't. The Jack scene that we're going to get to yeah. is, is really great. Yeah. Um, we have uh, Gaines on the line with Jack. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack is driving, having just shot Nina in the flak jacket, hoping that that worked. Uh, and he is told to pull over to a bus stop, and a guy walks up. And uh, you and I both howled at this. This extra, literally this extra, extra yes. shows up. Yep. The window rolls down because Gaines like, someone's going to come and give you a briefcase. And so some guy walks over to Jack with the briefcase and he leans in with this 
big shit-eating grin on his face. He goes, hey, Jack. Yeah, you're just like, oh, my God. And you're like, okay, so this is a little terrifying. Here's a bad guy. And he just gives him a briefcase and walks away. We'll never see that guy ever again. What do you think that guy went and did after he filmed I that? hope that that, like, we didn't look closely enough and that that guy is, like, actually, like, some major superstar that we're not taking into it. Like, that was, like, Oscar Isaac or something like that. Oh, my like God. That. Like, that was Michael Fassbender <laughs> or someone. Like, I don't know. Because you could only really see his teeth. Like, that guy, like, I hope is, like, killing it uh, on Broadway Do you think he was like, I'm going to take the family out for a steak dinner tonight. I was just on a great show called 24. And then he's like, yeah, let's watch it. And everyone's like, that's it? Hey, Jack. And he just, like, does it in, like, this very sinister way. It's so good. And you're like, oh, my God. And then he walks away. You never see him again. Yeah. Um, So He He really milked it. Hands him the briefcase. uh, And Jack's like, I don't know that I can go through with any of this. And Gaines like, well, Jack, that's going to be a problem. Uh, And he he has Terry. uh, He has Terry Bauer now because she's been napped. Uh, (laughs) And uh, he puts her on the phone. And Terry's like, Jack. And Jack's like, Terry. Uh, and then uh, Gaines is like, okay, so we're serious business. Like, you really got to go. He doesn't talk. We're serious business right yeah. now, Jack. Yeah. Uh, he says, you got to go to the power station. So Jack is going to do it. Um, Gaines is then going to tell Terry. He's like going to like straighten up. He's very professional. He says, this is only temporary, Mrs. Bauer. If your husband follows instructions, you'll be free within the hour, which we come to learn kind of a lie. I mean, I guess like. Depends on how you uh Well, no, if things it. happened that needed to happen. You think so? They brought her breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> if they intended to kill her all along. Then why would they give her an egg McMuffin? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what's the sandwich? Uh, the McGriddle. The one with the, the, uh, the it syrup like crystals. It, Josh, it didn't look like it came from like a big box restaurant. No, I am not uh, Maybe they stopped at a nice did. little bakery. I was just wondering. I, I was d- thinking maybe like a blueberry muffin, a scone. I was just thinking of the McGriddle. It's been a minute since I, since I thought of it. It was kind of a genius idea. Anyway, um, at 7.08 in the morning and 38 seconds, Ira Gain instant messages Jamie Farrell. <laughs> At CTU. Yes. Uh, a real sign of the times. We're still like just like IMing each other here. Right. But the best part about it is that it's like yes or no questions that she can reply to. She can't type back, right. which so is hysterical. He like IMs her on her computer, which is the signal to go with your special evil palm pilot to the <laughs> bathroom where you must go into a bathroom stall and use your Palm Pilot <laughs> to respond to the instant messages in yes, yes or no uh, yeah, questions. Yes or no. And then there's like the last directive that she can't even reply to. So how does he know she got it? What if she What if she has spotty service in the bathroom? Yeah, uh, it's possible. Like there's no affirmative like, okay. There should probably have been a yes. Like the questions are, <laughs> uh, uh, does this guy know he's working on the wrong key card? Jamie says yes. Is this going to be a problem? Jamie types no. Uh, with her Palm Pilot. I love it. The Palm Pilot is so old type. School. She just she, hits, she hits it with, it with her pen. pen. Yeah. yeah. That's what you do with a Palm Pilot. Uh, should we get a Palm Pilot? No. Should we bring back Palm Pilots? No. I mean, we keep touching everything They're with our fingers. So like maybe heavy. we should probably be touching things with like a different device. No? With like a, shouldn't there be like a mediator between finger and screen? Yeah. No? That's why they gave everybody their own pens that are like soft touch pens when we voted this year. Yeah. Well, should we like not like reincorporate? Anyway, this is a different conversation. We do have a lot of time today, but I'm, this is, we've already yeah. meandered. Stop. Um, yeah. Stop. But you don't have to Stop. say, but you don't have to say hurry, hurry. You can say relax. 
take your time. This is the slow episode. Every four. Let me we, sip my water. We do the slow. Yeah, you know what? Let me uh, take a sip of my uh, polar seltzer. This episode. Brought to you by Lime Post Flavor. <laughs> post-show recaps is not brought to you by Polar Seltzer, but, but it is brought to you by Geico. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do, and I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy, and it's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit geico.com today. That's geico.com. How's that? That was pretty good. That was pretty good. Yeah. That was pretty good. Um, so You'll never get car or home insurance if you're one of the people in Bowers. <laughs> it would be Just hard. ruining cars, driving it would, around. It would, be, it would be difficult. Going to abandoned houses that probably wouldn't get great coverage. It would be difficult. Um, at 7-Eleven. Mm. Uh, We're only at 7-Eleven. At at, oh, boy. At 7-Eleven in 20 seconds. I think it's, at, it's, it's that's when we go to commercial. I think it probably takes 20 seconds to get to this moment. So at, let's call it 7-Eleven on the dot. Make a wish. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? You know, that was me blowing out the candle, but like <laughs> softly whistling too. 7-Eleven, make a wish. <laughs> <laughs> no? You never heard it? <laughs> you can't. We are only... Uh, make a wish. We're only two thirds of the way through this. Not even. We're I can't only a wait third to get of the way. Oh, uh, I was going to try and do math. I was do. about to do math. We're not uh, anywhere to the maths that I was saying through the season. We're not quite halfway, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Because uh, eight gonna... plus eight is definitely twenty-four. Josh, <laughs> losing my Great mind. Great work. Losing my mind. At Seven Eleven, make a wish. <laughs> <laughs> Terry Bauer and Kim Bauer are reunited, and it feels so good. Uh, it's still harrowing and scary because there are bad, scary men but who are handling them. But they can sit on a bale them, of hay together but they and, can and embrace one another. Yeah, and they finally talk. Uh, and it was so funny. It's so they reunite at 7-Eleven. They start talking at 7-15 and 48 seconds. So it's you know like a five-minute hug and cry. Uh, and uh, when Kim finally talks, she says, Where's dad? And Emily <laughs> choked. Is Janet out of surgery yet? <laughs> uh, uh, they give her like they sort of like uh, catch each other up. Like I know about Janet. I know she was hit by a car. We're gonna get through this. It's going to be okay. Um, Nina Myers has been wandering around the desert, but she seems refreshed. She seems a little bit more Sometimes on it. Sometimes you need a walk. Uh, you you just, know what? That's true. You just need to That's walk 100% it out. That's 100% true. Uh, so she walks it out and she finds a freaking farm. Uh, is that what that is? I don't know. Like she finds a it's farm. It's like an abandoned dusty she building. She finds like some sort of barn. It feels like I a farm. I don't think it's a... Why are you saying it I don't like know. this? Uh, and she finds it and... Uh, Make a wish. <laughs> she, finds, she finds it. Crushing you. Uh, and she... Uh, she like she looks through the window. Is anyone home? No one is there. There's a door. It's locked. She one shots it. She just like blasts it open with her foot. She just like kicks the door down uh, with like uh, gonna like, shoot me, Jack Bauer. Yeah, look at this. And so she like one shot kicks the door down. It's amazing. So she calls CTU and she first calls Jamie, which we all know is bad a bad decision. idea. And so Emily was like screaming at the TV because you see the other angle at CTU. Tony Almeida is just like who like sits across from Jamie, I guess. Uh, is like looking at Jamie's phone as it's just getting and he's like, like blown up. How come nobody he's answers like, the phone? No one here? ever calls me. 
what the heck? Yeah. Why is everybody? And like, he had just like seen like the like disturbing stuff on like the, the security footage of Bauer's office with Nina. So he's already unsettled. Um, so Jamie doesn't pick up. Uh, and so she calls Tony. She calls Tony and uh, she's like, Tony, no one can know I'm alive. I need to talk to Jamie. And Tony's like, why don't you want to talk to me? Why does no one ever want to talk to me? Okay. What is going on? Why, why do you need to talk to Jamie? Uh, and Nina says, put on Jamie now. And so Tony's like, all right, fine. And so he walks over to Jamie. Serendipitous moment. Uh, and as he's walking over, Jamie is talking to Milo, a.k.a. Dirtlip, a.k.a. Eric Balfour, a.k.a. Gabriel Demas from Six Feet Under. Uh, and she's like giving some excuse as to what happened with Nina. Uh, that Nina is like uh, at division, like doing a debriefing. And Tony's like, what makes you say that? And she's like, yeah, I just talked to her. When? Like five minutes ago. And Tony's like, okay, cool. Thanks. Bye. Yeah, let me uh, just like back out of this room. He swivels around. Uh, no, he just backed out. He backs out. He does back out. He like kind of like like clicks his like tongue on his cheek and just like qu- kind of looks at her and just like walks away. <laughs> uh, and he gets back on the phone and he says this. If no one tells me what's going on right now, I'm going straight to Chappelle. And I'm like, the podcaster? Yeah, I know. That's uh, what I thought. And uh, Nina tells Tony, like, oh, my God, it's Jamie. Oh, no. I'm so glad Nina's quick on her feet because I feel like for me, I would have been like, why would you but say that? But I didn't that? talk to her. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> uh, but no, these are super spies. They know what's up. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. Nina tells Tony, okay, that means that Jamie. You can't out CTU, CTU. Y- yeah. Did you see what she did to that door? And so she says, like, okay, so we cannot trust Jamie because uh, mm. that didn't happen. Uh, and Jack, like, said that there's a mole here. So I'm afraid to tell you that it is our good friend Jamie. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, Tony uh, is is has, like, started piecing all this stuff together. Uh, with Nina uh, and uh, Tony says I'll send you a car Uh, and he will he will send her a yellow cab (laughs) which I think is great yeah Um, Jack is going to show up at the Palmer breakfast uh, and Agent Pierce is going to go over the briefcase that uh, Bauer is presenting that he was given by um, the guy who said hey Jack uh, and it's a laptop. This is very tense because, like, Jack doesn't know what he has. Right. It could and be like, like a bomb that yeah, goes off. Is he has it no something idea. where he opens it up and immediately everybody's in danger? Or it just right. goes off. Yeah, we just don't it's know. He's very conflicted. You know, he's mm-hmm. very good at his job and he doesn't want to, like, have anything to do with anything terrible happening on this day, but he also wants his family to be okay. He's in a pickle. I joked with you how, what if he, like, screwed up opening the laptop? Or, like, opening the briefcase. Like, I've never had this. Like, I've never used this briefcase before. Like, how do you open this thing? And Agent Pierce is like, "Uh, Agent Bauer, it's Samsonite. It's pretty standard. (laughs) You should know how to use this, Jack. Uh, And so Jack, uh, he has to power on the computer. Gaines is in his ears. Just press any two buttons, Jack. It's pretty simple. Uh, So he does that. Computer's on. It's fine. Jack runs into Jessica Abrams. This is a great exchange. Jack Bauer? Jessica Abrams? Uh, <laughs> these two people used to go to high school together and they haven't seen each other since high school. And now that they are like uh, both like 42 years old, uh, they still recognize each other. Does it work that way? I'm not sure. Would you recognize someone that you went to high school with? Absolutely. Right yeah. You are one of those people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she says, are you still racing motorcycles? God, she's really trying to get a date. And it's like, oh, you got you, Jack Barry used to race motorcycles. That's kind of hot. I'd like to know more. What if he was like, as a matter of fact, I am. Yeah. 
Um, he's like, I actually still am on my free time. I really would rather be doing anything. No, the dropping of Kim's name where he's like, actually, not since, not since my, my daughter, daughter was born. born. Stop hitting on me. Yeah, this is exactly. Time. Classic move. Damn it, Jessica Abrams. We don't have time. You don't uh, want to be a stepmom. Uh, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> it's really difficult work. Uh, Jack just like goes to like get a coffee and some some ridiculously random dude who they like kind of like make to look like he's a bad guy just like stands and stares at him kind of looks vaguely like Dwight from the office he's got like this Rain Wilson vibe he's just like staring at him on the coffee line he does Um, but they're just like trying to ratchet up the tension Um, David Palmer enters the room and Jack and Palmer are kind of like staring at each other from across the way like Palmer's eyes. Palmer's not real from across the room Um, Palmer's not like really staring at Jack so much as uh uh, as he is, uh, he's just like kind of like acknowledging no, this guy. He just guy who's rests at him. on him for a little too long, and you're like, does he know him? Speaking, is there some sort of tip off that's happening? Speaking of resting, um, Kim Bauer's sleep. Uh, she's sleep right now on the bale of hay. First on Terry, then on the bale of hay. Uh, I would wake up immediately if I was sleeping on a bale of hay. And then Rick shows up with egg McMuffins or McGriddle or something a little bougier than those two things, but he has breakfast for them. You didn't bag. bring them any coffee. I felt bad for that. Eh, it's like, maybe there's coffee in the bag. This it is was a, a bag. small bag. It hardly could contain two pastries. What if it was a small paper bag with two iced lattes that were in... <laughs> what was, what's that? What's so funny? And they're like, oh, he forgot to give us a straw. Yeah, they're like two iced lattes and they're in plastic cups and they're uh, saran wrapped. So as not oh, to spill in the bag. Delivery wise. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What if he did that? Maybe. I don't and know. And then there's like a mini croissant or a demi baguette. <laughs> there could there. be a demi baguette in there. It's yeah. possible. Okay. All right. Never forget the demi baguette. Uh, and so uh, she's like, oh, you're Rick. You're the guy who kidnapped my daughter. And she takes a swing at him. She punches at him. And then this other dude, Eli, Silas Weir Mitchell from last week, Haywire from Prison Break, walks in and goes, don't make friends with these people, Rick. They're not going to be around for much longer. Ominous. Yeah. Ominous. They're not even going to be around anymore. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so Terry clocks that. Um, so uh, back at the breakfast. Really taking your time. Back, I'm really enjoying it. Um, back at the breakfast. Because we just got back from the trip, Emily. And so like, I'm bee. a little tired. Like I'm under caffeinated. So the fact that we can go slow right Dude, now. Dude, I made you coffee this morning. Uh, I, I shrink wrapped it. I, I brought the, it to your office. I had the one. You did shrink wrap, and I did appreciate that. I did have the one coffee. I probably should have had a second coffee. All right, keep I going. I just had the one. Come on. Um, so Jack and and Jessica, Jessica Abrams, they like talk, and Jessica Abrams, if like it wasn't clear before, she says, "So remember Tracy Ziegler?" <laughs> and uh, Jack's like, "Yeah, I saw her." And like, what's his face in his ear? Is like, "Get out of there!" Stop flirting with Jessica Abrams, Jack. Uh, and she's like. Yeah, I saw her, and she said that you and Terry got divorced. And Jack's like, nope, not really. Please stop trying to hit on me. By the way, I'm trying to write you this message to get to David Palmer to get him out of here. I have this written in my notes as get pamper out, even though it said get Palmer out, so it autocorrected. Uh, the <laughs> message gets intercepted. There is a guy here who just like sort of like gets in the way. Um, on purpose, though. He's yes. like a, 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 what do you, He's what working do for games. Yeah. He's a games guy. He's a Gaines guy. He's a Gaines guy. 
and so Jack has to uh, has to go past a Secret Service agent who's like a little skeptical of Jack at first to get to like this place that he needs to go. Um, worth noting because that guy remembers Jack Bauer and that becomes right. a thing. Right. Um, so and I was mad that he didn't use the note that he wrote to give it to that guy. Yes. Um, yeah. Because he had to flip open his ID badge and he could have planted the note inside of the ID badge. Yeah, that could have been the way to do it. Um, so Jack is still like trying to save David Palmer at this point, even though his family's lives are on the line. Meanwhile, at CTU, the yellow cab shows up with Nina. Tony goes to pay the guy. Uh, and then they have like some like really like touchy feely moments of intimacy in the hallway. Almost lost you. I almost lost you. I almost lost you. Uh, like there's, he's like, come on, get in here. He gives her like a little light kiss on the cheek. Yeah, uh, I saw like, that. He's like kind of like, <laughs> yeah, I saw that. So <laughs> kind of like massaging her wrist. Uh, and they're just like ha- having this moment where they're like, where she's like filling him in on everything that's happened so far. It's like, all right, I'll finally tell you everything that's going on. Jack's family's been kidnapped. There's a mole here. It's Jamie. This is bad. This mm-hmm. isn't good. Uh, and uh, Tony's like, all right, well, uh, bad news for Jack. I have to call this in. And he's like, what are you talking about? He's like, listen, uh, David Palmer cannot get killed. This is the mandate. We have no loyalty Which to Jack's is kids. Totally reasonable, I think, because it's 24 and we know that like something's going to happen to like hopefully turn the story around. Tony's like, listen, I hate to be the one who has to say it, but screw Jack's wife and kid. Like, that sucks. Yeah, there are larger implications we, with David Palmer dying. That's Jack's problem. That's not our problem. And yeah. he was like, ah, all right, you're right. Let's call Secret Service. So they're yeah. going to call Secret Service. Um, Jack is going to meet up with the guy who's running around as Martin Belkin, the photographer, the secret assassin. Mm-hmm. Jack is going to be forced to uh, is- assemble this gun that he smuggled in through his laptop case that he didn't know about uh, and get like his fingerprints all over it. Uh, it's becoming clear to Jack at this point that their plan is like they're going to set Jack up as if he assassinated David Palmer. And Jack's like, you really think anyone's going to believe this? Uh, and he like pulls a gun on the guy as he's walking away. Uh, right, like, which is like, what do you think you're doing here? This dude uh, like uh, has the worst line read as he goes, you better put that away. I know. Somebody might get hurt. So bad. And then he keeps walking. I hate Martin Belkin. Yeah. Fake, fake Mark. Fake, Bo- fake Martin. Um, so this is the big Tony Almeida moment where you said this is a terrific show. Um, at 741 and 20 seconds, Tony tells Milo in front of Jamie that, hey, remember that key card? You were right. It's a forgery. Go to the library or something. No, find 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 out some stuff. I don't know. I didn't write this part down really well. Uh, well, and, he found it on Jack's desk. Yes. And so, go, go, and so go and figure this out. Yeah. So Milo's like, why would it be there? That's super confusing. Yeah. Uh, and so Jamie is hearing all this and she's tweaked out. Uh, Tony like has like planted this seed. It's an Almeida seed and it's going to sprout in <laughs> Jamie's head. Uh, as uh, uh, Gross. Uh, by the way, I, I put in Almeida at one point, and then my phone auto-corrected it to lame idea, and I did not like wow. that. Wow. Did not so love offensive. that. Did not like that. So offensive. Uh, lame idea. Did not love that. Uh, and so Tony goes back. He calls up Aaron Pierce. Hi, Aaron. Uh, he's on a first-name basis with Agent Pierce, which I okay. love. Uh, hi, Aaron. Uh, you know Jack Bauer? Yeah. Uh, not a great deal. Uh, so he like tells him that Jack's a threat. Meanwhile, Jamie goes to the bathroom to do another instant message sesh with Gaines. And Tony's like, all right, I'm going to just go and like take her out of the bathroom at gunpoint. Uh, And so they have like the cameras on the bathroom on a 20 second loop. 
Tony goes in. He's got a headset on that he's talking with Nina on. He goes in. The music is really intense. He jumps up on a toilet. He sticks the gun out over the stall. And goes, get out of there. Go. Get out of here. <laughs> it's to Jamie. so good. And Jamie's like, oh, God, no. Uh, it says, get out of the bathroom. Come on. We got 30 seconds. Let's go right <laughs> now. Uh, and he gets her out and the camera's changed and Gaines is none the wiser. It was so good. I love that. Um, I remember, so like... It's just great to see some Tony Almeida action rather than him walking around and speculating and feeling duped. I don't remember how it worked. Uh, I know that next week's episode is the first episode that I saw live, uh, but I, I think like they were like doing like a significant amount of reruns uh, on the show. Uh, that and, tracks, and especially s- if people are really gaining... Like if it's gaining a lot of traction and people are excited about it, usually they'll do something like that so, where they're like, on at a better time, or like here's right. a million different ways to rewatch it. So like my first Tony Almeida memory is coming next week where like there's a lot more of like Nina and Tony with Jamie and sort of like okay. the back and forth type stuff there uh, and so i remember being like this guy seems cool and then like i think the <laughs> the next episode that i saw was this one like on a rerun because i remember like my like first real like t- tony almeida impression is tony almeida like going into the bathroom and like hopping up on a toilet and being like get out of here go go and i was like that so guy good. rules uh so then i was able to like when i watched all of these other episodes like that guy is gonna go and like put the gun in the bath like he's cool he's fine uh, so I never had like the I'm jaded with Tony Almeida stuff. Anyway, really fun stuff. Um, uh, so Pierce is going to go. Agent Pierce is going to go tell David Palmer. We got to get you out of here. There's a threat from CTU. And David Palmer's like, it's fine. Which is ridiculous. It's fine. And what did I say to you, Josh? I was like, this is just the primaries, man. It's if you survive it fine, is what and become says. the president, you need to take Secret Service seriously. Yeah, he says, it's fine. It's going to be fine. Uh, and Agent Pierce like, you sure about that? And David Palmer's like, it's fine. Don't worry. I have to give this speech. Like, I really, there's something. It's like, Senator Palmer, it seems like the universe is giving you a sign. Yeah. This is not the time mm-hmm. to give this speech. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a very natural out to not give this speech about mm-hmm. Keith that your whole family seems to be not <laughs> on board with. So maybe just like give it at least like three more hours to smooth it over. Uh, this is a possibility, but nope, he's going to proceed. They're going to try and find Jack Bauer. That one security uh, Secret Service agent is like, oh, I saw him. I'm going to try and find him. Uh, meanwhile, Tony and Nina are talking to Jamie. They're trying to figure out what's going on. Jamie refuses to talk. She says, I need uh, agency counsel. Uh, and so they handcuff her, which is ridiculous. And Tony Almeida takes off his agency jacket. would probably agency counsel would probably be like, e. uh, Tony Almeida, I don't like your story. Tony Almeida takes off his jacket and he goes, oh shit, the jacket's coming off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's where we leave those guys this week. We will pick that up next week. Oh no, there is a little bit more with them, uh, later on. Um, David Palmer takes the stage, uh, at 7.48 and 22 seconds, and he still has not started speaking at 7.52 and 12 seconds, but it is coming up. Um, Terry is telling Kim, by the way, I love you. Kim's like, you're freaking me out. And Terry's like, don't be freaked out. I just love you a lot. We're going to get killed. (laughs) It's true. I was saying... You know, sometimes your mom tells you everything's going to be fine, but you can see that she's lying because she's just as scared as you are. Yeah. She's like, it's I mean, maybe be fine. Like, you personally haven't been in a scenario quite like this, but like you can tell everyone's just really scared. She's like, Why are you freaked out right now? I'm not. I just love you. OK, uh, so Martin Belkin gets in position, gains and jacks you move it to uh, to, <laughs> to Belkin's position. He says, relax. It's going to be over in five minutes. Uh, it's like the episode or uh, and so he goes to join the photographer 
Uh, he says, after he shoots Palmer, he's going to hand you the gun. And if you don't do this, your family dies. And we're going to get Palmer anyway. So you should probably just do this, Jack. Uh, and so Palmer starts giving his speech uh, about how he built his campaign on uh, uh, commitment, integrity, and above all, Energy. Honor, honor he says. <laughs> and above all, energy. I love this power plant. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's favorite place. Uh, people are going nuts as Palmer's like, oh, they're really not going to like this next part. Uh, and so he's going to start giving the speech. He's going to try and start giving the speech about Keith. But simultaneously to all of this, uh, Jack is like in position to like be like blamed for the shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Secret Service agency is like, hey, you. And Bauer's like, this is my chance. And he goes up to the guy and goes for his gun, knowing that it's going to cause a scene. And so he does that and pandemonium breaks out and they take Palmer off the stage and Gaines is in Jack's ear. Goes, Bauer, did you screw me? Did you screw me, Bauer? <laughs> Which is so scary. I know. And Jack's just like uh, shouting, don't hurt them. Don't kill my family. Uh, and Gaines tells someone on the phone, kill the wife, kill the kid. Uh, and then they start like dragging yeah. Kim and Terry to a, a shallow grave. Not ideal. Not ideal. It's very scary. It's very tense. Um, then uh, using the Palm Pilot, Jamie. Uh, yeah, the Palm Pilot's the real hero of this story. I think so. Uh, Tony and Nina, via the Palm Pilot, contact Gaines and put Jamie on the phone with him. Uh, and she tries to like say, like, Bauer didn't screw you. Uh, that uh, Bauer, like, they're like trying to like make good on like if they can, like saving like uh jack's family i think is sort of the move here right right right. he's like he didn't screw you he got like he's been running around breaking rules all night they arrested him yeah and gain's like oh man okay maybe we're gonna need them after all and so he calls in and they're not going to kill kim and terry yet but they are very clearly aware now that they are super willing to kill them that was a close call, and lots of therapy will be needed if they survive. Yeah, you this. were saying the amount of therapy that's going to be needed for this, uh, for Kim especially. Yeah, uh, you know, like it's she'll never re- trust again. It's been really, really, really tough. Uh, Jack Bauer has been detained, and that's the episode. So that's Woo! like where we're left. Like the thing is out of his ear. Gaines is not in his ear anymore. Uh, Jack Bauer has been detained. Gaines doesn't have like Gain- this was going to be the end of the line, like, you know, sweet payday for Gaines and everybody. This is about to be over in five minutes. And now it continues. And so now like it's out of everybody's hands. Everything is spiraling right now. Kind of an intense place to be. It is. Um, but that's 24, baby. That's 24, baby. Um, Emily, before we go, uh, yeah. I thought that this would be really fun. This was from uh, Rudy. Uh, I'm all in. Uh, in the Discord, uh, had said, I would love for you guys to play a game of Are They Going to Die? Oh! Uh, so I'm going to give you the names of certain characters from 24. You tell me if they're going to die. I would like to add, this would all be, this would be like pure speculation, how? How? How will they die? This, these are my questions for you. Okay. okay? Um, all right. Jack Bauer, is he going to die? No. Uh, you don't think that Jack Bauer is going to die? No. It would be kind of tough for 24 to have gone for, what, yeah. nine seasons of Jack Bauer? They're not going to kill him off. It's it's like the classic uh, Homeland vibe uh-huh. where they're like, uh, okay, so this got picked up and is wildly popular. We simply cannot follow through with maybe what we would have originally written. Yeah. It would be pretty hard for... Well, something that's episodic like this, too, you're not going to kill off the main character. It's just not the classic early 2000s way of doing things. Yeah. There's nine seasons of 24 with Jack Bauer. Yeah, if anything, Jack, Jack Bauer, Bauer goes on to marry somebody else and have twins yeah. because, like, that's the sitcom style of, like, that at least. I mean, it, this isn't sitcom. This is drama. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, that was always the move where it's like, oh, this is how we prolong this. 
They're not going to kill Jack Bauer. No. They couldn't possibly. How could no. they have Jack Bauer in nine seasons of 24 and Jack Bauer dies at right. any point? Um, Tony Unless Almeida. he got like really sick or something. Tony Almeida. Is he going to die? Ooh, maybe eventually. Uh-huh. How? Um, bullet. Bullet. Uh, Nina Myers. Is she going to die? Nah, she's around. Uh, Milo. Dirt Lip. Yes. How's he going to die? Poisoned. <laughs> poisoned his nuts. He loves They snacks. knocked his nuts and replaced it with poisoned nuts. Yeah. Uh, Jamie, is she going to die? Probably. How? Gaines. Um, George Mason. Who's that? He's the guy. He's like the jerk who who he oh. got, who got trank darted in the knee. Eh, he'll probably live because jerks always live. Um, Terry Bauer. Good question. I bet you she dies in a later season. How? Cancer. Oh, my God. Kim Bauer, is she going to die? No. Okay. Um, the guy who is not actually Alan York, is he going to die? Is he even going to come back again? I don't know. Uh, yes. Uh, how? Bullet. Um, is uh, Rick going to die? Yes. How? Bullet. Uh, is Gaines going to die? Ha. Huh. No. Uh, is David Palmer going to die? No. Is Mrs. Palmer going to die? I hope not. Um, cool. Any other characters that you want to to play this game with? No. I mean, people are already dropping like flies, you know? We yeah. don't know where it's going to go. No, let's keep it at that. All right. That's fun. Uh, very, very fun. Um, Emily, any additional thoughts on where we're at with 24 right now? I just feel great about it. I feel fantastic about it. Having a really good time. Can't season, wait to watch more. Season one of 24 is just like electric TV. Like it's super bingeable. It's very tense. It's often super ridiculous. It's uh, like it's a very effective thriller and also like very melodramatic and total, so bingeable and, and like a, a mega soap opera. So really fun. Love doing this with you. Uh, that's going to do it for us on the like, like the mega sized episode here. By mega size, like it's still less than an hour, which is, you know, like a third of a down the hatch episode. It feels like um, we'll be here next week. We're going to be back in the 24 minute mode starting right. next week because we're talking about um, an episode that if I had to just like pick up to my head what's your favorite episode of 24 i think it's next week just because wow. it's my first one okay. um i think that's like that's total personal bias it's nothing like massively special i just really loved the episode i it, you know it really it's stuck the with one me. that captured you um it's got some it's got some really good jack bauer stuff uh that that's the really memorable stuff for me uh and a great uh like side character who we will have for i believe just a single episode oh, man. uh who is like in the vein of that doesn't look good uh so uh, great get, i can't wait get ready for that it's gonna be fun hit up emily on twitter at emilit no 24 spoilers please i am at round howard send me 24 spoilers or any other 24 questions on my email josh at postshowrecaps.com check out everything that we're doing here on postshow recaps whether it's this podcast or down the hatch or community building or any other of the number of podcasts that we're doing right now we've got a great assortment of things for you to listen to consider signing up supporting the show patreon.com slash post show recaps your support means the world to us and means that we can keep bringing you podcasts like these hope you had fun we'll be back next week till then everybody take care bye
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.